Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hi, friends. You're listening to the Red Rover Podcast with Candace Reyes. I'm Candace, and I am thrilled you're here. If you like what you hear or found it to be useful, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. A notification will be sent to you every time we post a new episode. We cover topics that encourage and equip us to live out a life on mission. And I introduce you to some of my friends who share the highs and lows of living out our purpose as an everyday daughter of the King. Subscribe today to the Red Rover Podcast with Candace Reyes so you'll never miss an episode. You ready to dive in? Let's go. Hey friends, I am so excited that you chose to join us again for our second episode of the Red Rover Podcast. My name is Candace Reyes and we are diving into our four-week series on the confidence within you. Last week we identified that confidence isn't made, it's given by the one who made you. For us to find true confidence, we must rely on God because it's godly confidence that for us to choose to walk out and live a missional lifestyle, we must embrace. So the only way for us to receive godly confidence we talked about last week was accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, fully God, fully man, living on this earth among us, never sinning a day in his life, but yet died a sinner's death for my sin and for your sin. And then rose on the third day, conquering death, hallelujah, and restoring our relationship with the Father. It's in our choice to believe and surrender to Jesus as our Lord and Savior. God in his authority gives us a a special gift. Friends, it's a piece of himself. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's God himself living within us that births our godly confidence. And so how do we embrace this new power within us? How do we embrace our godly confidence? Therein lies the big question, because if we have said yes to Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then we know who God is. We know he loves us and the amount, the abundance of love that he gives us. And we also know that God is powerful. But do we trust that same power lives within us? I've had to ask myself that multiple times because I do. I I trust that God is who he says he is. But there are times that I struggle with believing that that same power 
lives within me. And trust is, trust is like a muscle. It must be used for it to strengthen. Recently, my daughter created a workout routine for me. And she has heard me for now months talk about my goals that I want to set for myself. And she knows that I've struggled for years. Let's just be honest. I have struggled for years. And so out of just her love for her mama and wanting to help me out, she created a workout routine. And to be honest, I haven't started it yet. I know, I know, I should have already started it, but I haven't because I don't enjoy pain. I don't enjoy sweating. I don't enjoy having my muscles ache. And I can find any excuse to prolong my comfort. Can you agree? Are you some, do you do that as well? If that's what I continue to do, it's not going to give me the results I desire. If I continue to just give excuses for why I can't start this, start utilizing this muscle and strengthening this muscles, then I'm not going to find the results that I'm wanting. My body for my body to be healthy and function properly, I must, I must implement the lessons my daughter is trying to teach me through her workout routine. And I need to do it weekly. Friends, the same is true with trust. And God recognized this. In fact, it's part of our training while we're waiting. In fact, James 1, 2 through 4, which friends is my life verse and it's not a verse that most people typically say would be their life verse but it is for me James 1 2 through 4 says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything. Consider it pure joy when facing trials. Consider it pure joy. Friends, I don't always consider it pure joy when I face trials. I don't always consider it pure joy when I'm supposed to go work out (laughs) and work that muscle. But it's while doing so, It's producing perseverance, helping me lack in nothing. God knew this was how we were built. He built us that way. So when we experience a time of waiting, remember, it's really a training. So, This is true for David's life as well. And we're going to tap into one of those aspects that we can implement in our own life to strengthen that muscle, to strengthen our trust in God right after we hear from our sponsor. Okay, so 
last week we talked about how Samuel, the prophet of God, comes and anoints David to be king in front of his brothers and his father. And we realize that David doesn't go to the palace immediately. In fact, David is actually back in the field with his father's sheep. And during this time of his waiting, again, waiting equals training, a battle occurs. And there's a battle between the Israelite army and the Philistines. And and friends, this happens quite often, actually, in Scripture, where the Israelites are fighting the Philistines. This is not their first time to, to encounter the Philistines. But during this battle, David's older three brothers, they go and fight in King, in King Saul's army. Now, Jesse, David's dad, sends David to go check on his brothers. And he takes a couple of supplies with him, some breads and cheeses. And when David arrives at camp, he overhears this nine feet tall, nine inch Philistine yell insults at the army of Israel. This is what he hears. First Samuel 17, 8 through 10 says, Goliath stood and shouted at the, to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not servants of Saul? Choose a man, and have him come down to me. If he's able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man. And then let us fight each other. Now this makes David's blood boil. He's hot. He's mad. But I think what intensifies his anger wasn't just of what this Philistine was saying, but also what the Israelite warriors were saying. Because after Goliath spoke this, even though they've heard this for weeks, okay, After Goliath speaks this, David then starts hearing the men of the army talk as if they were already defeated. He was hearing their fear. He was seeing them waver. And I think that really bothered David. And so here's what David responds. This is how he responds to to Goliath's message. 1 Samuel 17, verse 26, it says, David then asks the men standing near him, What will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? David, hearing Goliath for the first time making those claims and saying that the army serves Saul, he wanted them to remember, that's not who you serve. You serve the living God. Because David knew who he placed his confidence in would determine his trust. And that's going to be our next step in building our godly confidence. 
We need to identify where our trust is because it will determine our confidence. Who we place our trust in will determine our confidence. See, David knew and heard what the Philistine was saying, that the Israelite army served Saul. David knew that was a lie. The truth was the army served the living God. David wanted them to remember who they served. When we face a a circumstance that is challenging or when we face our own giant, are we listening to the voice that's saying we serve a man or it's about us fixing it or I need to fix this? Because if we are, we are going to fail. Our confidence is going to to diminish and we are going to struggle through it because we are trying to do it on our own. Man is flawed. We, We uncovered that last week. Man is flawed. And if man is flawed, then should we really be relying on ourselves? Should we really be relying on a man or woman? We should place our confidence in God and God alone. And David wanted the men of Israel to remember that because it is God alone who has already gone before them and gone behind them. It is God who gave the land that they were standing on to their ancestors. That was their birthright. He was reminding the armies that this was God's plan for them, that they were going to be successful because they have already been successful once before. Again, this was not their first rodeo with the Philistines. It just may look a little different this time because they now had a giant fighting with them. Friends, a lot of times when we are facing our struggles or these battles, it's not our first rodeo with that battle. It just may look a little different. That giant might seem a little different and throws us off. But I want to encourage you, don't allow that to happen. Step back. Goliath wanted them to come to him. Step back. Step back and realize and remind yourself of who you serve. Where does your confidence lie in? Friends, ask yourself, where am I placing my confidence? What do you know about that? We're going to unpack that a little bit more next week as I give, I'm going to share with you some practical steps on what we can do to strengthen that confidence within us. Once we've said, yes, I determine that I'm going to place my confidence in the living God, in God alone. Okay, next, what do I do? And so next week, that's what we're going to unpack.
Hey friend, I'm so grateful you joined us today for our episode on the Red Rover Podcast. I'm Candace Reyes, and I hope you found a little nugget to implement in your own life from today's episode. I want to also invite you to come back next week as we dive in a little bit deeper, but to ensure you receive a notification for that next episode, you'll need to subscribe or follow us on your podcast provider. Also, if there was a friend that you think could benefit from today's episode, I want to encourage you to share away. Part of living a missional lifestyle is pointing others to Jesus and sending an episode of a podcast that you enjoy and inspires you so easy. I look forward to talking with you next week as we dive in a little deeper on how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman of God. See you then.